Hi there, my name is Mallory, and today I'm going to share with you how the biggest challenge I've faced in my research was overcome by a surprisingly obvious solution. My research focuses on understanding the true diversity of virus interactions with their hosts by studying single cell infections. I do this by physically isolating single infected cells in very small drops of water that are surrounded by oil. This type of research is extremely interdisciplinary and requires a unique mashup of engineers trying to be biologists and biologists trying to be engineers, which means that sometimes basic concepts in one group are completely foreign ideas to the other. I'm a biologist interested mostly in virus evolution, and I often collaborate with an engineer whose main focus is optics and mathematical modeling. So we don't often speak the same language, and our scientific questions are very different, but we have a shared goal of trying to quantify the amount of virus that is produced from a single cell infection, specifically looking at influenza infections. To understand how we do this and the type of problems we run into, I'm going to explain a little background biology. Viruses have genetic material that carries the instructions for their replication. The type of viruses I study use RNA molecules as their genetic material, and this RNA is made up of another class of molecules called nucleic acids. There are four unique nucleic acids that bond to each other to form an RNA structure, and the order or the sequence in which these unique nucleic acids are bonded to each other is essentially used as a code. In molecular biology, we detect these coding sequences to know how much virus is present in our sample. In my project, I detect and amplify a specific sequence of the influenza genome. Then I tag it with a fluorescent molecule. My engineering partner uses a laser to quantify the amount of fluorescence that is present in each of our drops. And this measurement tells us how much virus was produced from a single cell infection. The crux of the experiment is separating fluorescent signal of the virus from background noise, which became the biggest challenge of my research so far. For months, my partner and I could not separate out our background signal or determine where it was coming from. I began by picking apart the biology protocol and testing for contamination at every step. Still, background signal was detected, so I pushed my way into the engineering protocol to better understand the steps that I wasn't actively doing. And when I did this, I realized that there was an obvious hole in our sterilization method. The material that we use to make the drops was not being sterilized in the right way. These materials were only treated with ethanol, which is good for inactivating infectious virus, but not strong enough to break down the amplified DNA that was lingering around the lab from past experiments. The drop-making materials needed to be treated with bleach and UV light instead. This step seemed very simple to me as a microbiologist who is constantly practicing sterile technique, but to an engineer it was somewhat surprising. And while this solution was exciting because it has allowed the project to progress, the real aha moment for me was that to be successful in the area of research I've chosen to study, I have to become a biologist who isn't just pretending to be an engineer, but who is actually fluent in the language of engineering.